What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Over Macros podcast. As always, I am your host, Mike Milner. Today's episode is, I'm not even going to hype this up. I'm just going to jump right in. I had another amazing guest. This was a repeat guest. There's a special announcement. You guys just need to listen and tune in and pay attention. That's it. It's the only requirement. No more hype, no more buildup. Everything that you've been waiting for, I think you know what I'm talking about, but it's here finally. Tune in, take a listen, let us know if you enjoy it, and uh, I guess we'll find out by who takes action and who sits on the sideline. I can't wait to see. Enjoy the episode. All right, everybody, I have a special guest with me, repeat guest for the second time on the Mind Over Macros podcast. I'm joined by Emma Montgomery. Thanks so much for joining I feel so special that I'm a repeat guest. Yeah, it's, it's rare <laughs> company. Actually, the first ever repeat guest was my sister. So it was really rare company for anyone to That's be. That's amazing. Now, <laughs> I'm family now. <laughs> there you go. Now, and, and actually, that's pretty accurate, as people will learn very soon. But um, I'm excited to have you back. I got a lot of feedback from the first episode that we did. And then I also got a lot of feedback from when I was on your show. Yes. And uh, it seems that people would like us to do more stuff together. They, everybody has absolutely loved it. I think it's because you're like the male version of me, the no like bullshit. It's like straight into the point. And I think people love that. Yeah, I know. And it's, as we've got to know each other more, uh, we've realized how much we do have in common, not just around nutrition and training and all of that stuff, but like random life things like putting Reese's peanut butter cups, in <laughs> ice cream, <laughs> things like that. <laughs> Although I have something that I should this might be the end of the relationship right here. Um, I am drinking Coke Zero and Coke Zero is my soda of choice. And I know that you're a Diet Coke person. So at least it's in the Coke family. If it was Diet Pepsi, we literally could not be friends. Like it would be over. All right. We're still safe. <laughs> um, so I think the best place to start is to just rip the bandaid off and let everybody know what's coming. Yeah. For sure. Right now, I think the doors are open. Uh, we decided to join forces and this is something new for both of us. I've never partnered with another business before or another person before to do anything like this. But um, again, because we share such a similar philosophy and I think there's a lot of synergy in our audiences and just the way that we approach things, we decided it would be really cool to do something for the first time ever, a joint challenge. Um, I've gone on record as saying, I don't think anybody does challenges as successfully as you do. So I'm truly honored that you're bringing me into this world with you. And, yeah. uh, and I've also so humbly said that I don't think anyone does one-on-one coaching as well as we do. <laughs> so I really think it's, it's a cool, like joining forces coming together to offer something that is exclusive. It's going to be incredible. I'm not a big, like overly hype up something. It's more of let's produce and, and let yeah. everybody watch the results. But um, we are doing a joint challenge. We are calling it Shred with M and M. Yep. <laughs> so for anybody who's like, you've, you already, we've, we've teased the information. It's, it's been out there. If you've been paying attention, you knew this was coming. So if you are ready to jump in, you can just go to the website right now, which is macroswithm.com. Um, it's macroswithmem.com. So go sign up. Um, it is going to be limited because of the fact that we've never done anything like this before. We want to make sure that we have the ability to fulfill at the highest level. So I know your challenges are insanely popular. Um, yeah. We've done challenges in the past that have been pretty popular. And 
I have to imagine that there's going to be high demand. This is not to create any sort of like fake scarcity or FOMO or anything like that. It's simply to tell you that if you know you want to do this, just go to the site now and join. Don't waste time. Um, so that's macroswithm.com. But I really thought it would be fun to talk about like why your challenges have been so successful. I actually have a kind of a colored past when it comes to challenges. Like my first ever program that I like, like I'm going to get really lean and shredded. I joined this six week challenge and I actually did get lean and shredded. And then it was horrible. I rebounded. I lost all my progress. I went down this like spiral and I actually said, I'm, I'm never doing a challenge again until I was like, you know what, if I allow this, this concept to have control over me, then like this idea is winning. Like I'm, I'm losing by avoiding it. So my whole thought process behind wanting to do challenges was to kind of take back ownership and control. And in watching what you've done, I, I really believe this. I don't think that anybody has done it as successfully as you have. What do you think is the reason for that? Why have your, your shreds and your reverse challenges, why have they been so successful? Well, I can tell you when I first started the shred, it's been, gosh, over four years ago. Um, the first few that I did, it literally like, I probably had maybe 10 people in the first one I did, whereas now it's like 1,200 or more, um, which is it, completely incredible. Um, but the program itself has evolved from like when I first started doing it, I was doing like probably way too aggressive of a calorie deficit for a lot of people. Um, they were probably, you know, they were seeing really great results, but it was like, I noticed then that it was probably the type of challenge like that you had jumped in where it's like, it was way too aggressive. Whereas now, um, the challenge itself, like, yes, you're in a calorie deficit. Um, but there is, I would say mine's different than most because one, I don't, um, give you a prescription and like send you off on your own to like figure it out. Um, I am fully available one day a week where I go in the app and answer every single question during office hours that anybody asks. Literally, I'm sitting in front of a computer all day long answering questions, um, which is great because there are usually the first couple of weeks, a ton of questions just because I get a lot of people that this is the first time they've ever counted a macro. Um, some of them, it's the first time they've ever weight trained. So there is far more support with my program than any that I'm aware of, um, just because I don't send you off on your own. Um, with that said, the support for me, plus the support from thousands of other people that are in the challenge, because a lot of these people are doing it um, multiple times. So it's designed in a way that you're able to do the challenge like back to back because right now I offer the shred typically two months in a row and then I'll offer the reverse, which is designed because most people need longer than four weeks to cut. So you're able to do a shred um, two months in a row and then reverse after, which a lot of people um, are in a good place to do. So um, again, it's I tell people all the time to periodize their nutrition and really look at their calendar year and like schedule out um, when you should cut, when you should reverse and like be at maintenance. And I truly um, practice what I preach. That's why the challenge and like the shreds are mapped out and offered the way they are throughout the year. The same with the reverse. I do it at times when I feel like people, whether they um, know it or not, like that's when they need to reverse or, you know, it's a good time to cut. Um, so it's designed in a way that it actually like works <laughs> for most people's lifestyle for one. 
Um, I always provide a calorie cycle within the shred program. So they get their steady count macros and then they also get a calorie cycle. They can follow either and there's tons of resources in there, but um, it's explained to them so that they, if they have an event coming up and they need to calorie cycle so that they have like calories for the weekend, or maybe it's somebody that just likes to have higher calorie days on the weekend so they can have like some donuts or wine. Um, But it is very lifestyle and like being social friendly, if that makes sense. So it's not um, designed in a way where it's like, you're giving up everything for four weeks and then you're, you know, you're like really white knuckling like through a challenge, like what I've done before and like what you've done before. Um, and you're having to like give up every everything. And I know we both say this all the time. If it's something that you're going to like give up for a diet, you better be like prepared to be able to give that up for forever. <laughs> and yep. so I think that's what's different with the shred is I really encourage people to, um, you know, not really give up anything it's more you might have to like cut down portion sizes and practice a little more moderation um but then you can still calorie cycle and if you want like to have a couple beers on the weekend or wine or a donut or pizza or whatever it is you can have you know you can work it into your plan where you're not having to give up everything so i think it's much more lifestyle friendly um than most other programs because you're not having to give up anything you're not carb cycling or doing like fasting or like any of these protocols that are way too advanced for most general population um, and for most beginners. Uh, So it's like you get these advanced strategies in a lot of programs where people are like, oh my gosh, there's all these things like this roadmap of all this stuff I have to follow. It's very simple. Um, And so I think that's the other thing is it's really easy to follow. Um, It works for most lifestyles. And so, I mean, it just, and you know, you have a ton of accountability with me and like I said, tons of other people that are in the program. So um, all of those things combined, um, plus like we always have like awesome recipes and things like it just creates for a really conducive environment for people to be successful. Um, So if anybody's followed me at all for any amount of time, like, you know, I've always share um transformation pictures from the the shreds and um there's some that are like completely amazing and that's the other thing too it's like i'll have people that are at that i'll ask like i have um pcos can i do this or i'm a woman that's going through menopause is this for me and yet like the answer is yes like we can literally customize this for anyone no matter you know what ailment, uh, or what phase you are in your life. So, um, it really truly is, um, for anyone and everyone I've serviced men, women, literally, I mean, the whole gamut, as far as like, um, any illness or, um, you know, disability in that regard, um, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, so it's, I know that's like a whole mouthful, but, um, that truly is why I think it's been successful is because it's, it's, um, can be for anyone and it's really conducive to anyone's lifestyle. Yeah. And I think that the results speak for themselves. And I think your point about simplicity and then adaptability to whatever situation you're in, that it was actually the last episode that I, that I did on the show. I talked about a lot of people, when they look at success, they look at how can I push harder, push the gas pedal more and uh, you know, and and it's really a backwards way of thinking. What you're talking about, what I talked about on the last episode, was removing the friction between you and success. So rather than thinking about how can I go faster, how can I push more, how can I do this, you know, even more intensely, what if we just looked at the friction points that are getting in the way of of ease of success? So we can make it simple, we can make it effective. And friction points might be 
custom macros. Like you do custom macros for every single person. So yes. if, if a friction point for you is, I don't know what macro ratio to eat, right. you solve that friction point. If a friction point is, I don't know what recipes to create, that's solved for. If it's, um, you know, I don't know, I don't have support. I don't have accountability. You solve for that. So there's all these different friction points that you're eliminating through your challenges. Um, I think one of the most underrated parts of it is you mentioned the community and having mm-hmm. other people in there who have gone through it before or heard, who are also going through it for the first time to be able to ask those questions and then hear the answer and then be able to provide feedback for their situation. Um, I know for me, like the community with that we have is probably it, it's like taking on a life of its own where the, the mm-hmm. community is like an asset in and of itself. And I think yeah. it's really cool to see like our communities, how that's going to come together and to be able to provide, you know, a little bit of additional accountability and support, obviously with this upcoming challenge that we're doing together, we'll be able to insert some of the personality-based principles in creating the macro prescriptions and helping people understand themselves better. Mm -hmm. And I'm, you know, I'm big on the mindset side of things. I think if you can approach from the perspective of playing to your strengths and understanding your weaknesses, then it's inevitable that you're going to be successful as long as you just stay in the game long enough to see that through. And I think a lot of what you're doing solves for those friction points. It's just that the ease of success is right there because you've, you've taken away all of the roadblocks or at least reduced them and, you know, kind of simplified. I also really appreciate the flexibility in that you mentioned, you know, eliminating things and you better be prepared to, to live this way forever. That was my first challenge experience. I tell this story all the time. The first, the first challenge I, and, and you'll love this. I got a list of foods that I was allowed to eat during the challenge. And I got a list of foods that I wasn't allowed to eat. And on the list of foods that I couldn't eat, I was in the grocery store. I'll never forget. I'm looking at my lists. I'm, I'm shopping, I'm prepping, I'm all motivated, fired up. And on the do not eat list, there were apples and carrots. Like, Oh my God. And I was like, Oh, that's, and I had had no idea at the time. I was like, Oh, that's interesting. I always thought they were good for you, but I guess they're not. And I just like believed that this was, you know, these were two foods that I shouldn't be eating. So I eliminated them and it was so restrictive. It was so few calories that to your point right afterwards, I gained everything back. Um, You also live that lifestyle. I know that, you know, you're like, you post, pictures of ice cream, you post pictures of eating foods that you enjoy. Um, Can you talk about that? Just like the flexibility in like, what are some of the go-to foods that you always, even when you're cutting, if you're going through a fat loss phase, you're trying to get leaner, but the things that you keep in the mix to make sure that you have sustainability forever and what some of the, the sacrifices might look like from a maintenance phase versus a dieting phase. Yep. So, cause I'll have people ask me this all the time. They're like, um, can you, everybody loves when I share like a full day of eating and I am cutting right now. And I know I posted the other day that I had a large, um, blizzard and it had Reese cups and Oreos in it. And I am in a dieting phase and I had three pieces of pizza for dinner the night before. <laughs> so I know people are like, how the hell are you doing this? So there's a couple um, things and I don't recommend like doing exactly what I did because I'm at a, a point right now where I'm pretty lean and I don't really have anything like I'm cutting for like a photo shoot or anything, which is what I would normally be doing. And so I'd be much more rigid if I was. Um, But I like to, when I do a a dieting phase, I have very little to lose. So like I like to get pretty aggressive um, and just get in and get out. And so I don't do like cheat days. I'm doing the air quotes people um, or like untracked meals. Like I try to track everything. So even with the blizzard, um, 
during maintenance, I usually won't track something like that. But my day, I usually eat like a lot of the same, like similar type foods. And the majority of my foods, like I follow the 80-20 rule when I say that, I mean like 80% of the foods I eat typically either um, grew from the earth or walked on the earth at one point um, is how I explain it. But yes, I do eat processed things. I eat frozen chicken patties. I eat, you know, um, frozen veggies. Like I'm very big on convenience. So those things like bag salad, I keep all of that. Like I've, I've preach like having, um, convenient options at home because I'm a mom. I run a very successful business. I'm pretty busy most of the time. Um, so having like quick meals is a must for me. Um, like you were saying carrots, like I keep, (laughs) I eat carrots probably every day of my life. Um, but like with the blizzard, for example, that day I happened to, um, my son, we decided we wanted blizzards and I had not ate dinner yet. And my, um, I had actually unintentionally fasted through breakfast and my day got really busy. And so my like only meal that I had eaten that day was lunch. And so I was like, you know what? Like I can get a large blizzard and that can be my dinner and I can still have like my a couple bags of popcorn in my bill bar at the end of the night, which I love. Um, and that's something that like is I build into my day every day because that's something I enjoy. So like that between like nine and 10 o'clock at night when I'm watching TV, um, I'll have two bags of hundred calorie popcorn and a built bar. And that's something that I love to have. So I always plan that first in my day and work my day around that um, to make sure I'm hitting my protein and everything. And so this day, Obviously, a 1,200 plus calorie blizzard is not going to hit my protein goal, but I was like, it's one day. What I do for one day, like I still worked within my calorie budget in terms of looking at the week. Um, I did have to like shave some calories from another day to be able to, you know, do that. But like when you're looking at your net for the week, it was totally fine. It worked out. Um, But so things like that, like just giving people the um, knowledge and the power to know like, you know what, one day if I want to have a blizzard and, um, you know, be able to have like a lighter lunch or breakfast or, you know, shave some calories from another day to be able to do that, you can do that. It's, it, you know, it works the same as money. And so it's like having a budget. Um, that's how I always like to explain it to people. But so calorie cycling, um, like I was saying, like that's something that we do with the shred. And then um, like, I just, I, I do not believe in eliminating any, Foods. So like my, the, the same meals that I eat in a deficit, um, are the same kind of things I eat at maintenance. I just bulk them up, but like, you know, I eat mini bagels. I eat, um, like that's something I eat almost every day, English muffins. I eat burgers and frozen French fries, um, frozen chicken patties and carrots. And I eat tons of fruit. People are scared to death of fruit. I drink diet soda every day of my life. Like I drink diet Coke and I do not eliminate that when I'm dieting. Um, so it's just things like that, that people think like that you have to give up. You don't like it literally is, um, it's just, that's the one thing that I wish that everyone understood is like macros are, it's not that it's hard. It's, it really is simple because you can eat the foods that you really enjoy. It's you just might have to scale them back a little bit. So like um, dessert, I have a sweet tooth. I have dessert every day of my life. There, there will literally not be a diet that I ever follow ever again that I have to give up sweets. I just won't. Um, but it may look like in a deficit, you know, for most people, if they want to work a blizzard in more regularly, it might not be a large guys. It might be like a mini or a small, um, which is what I would normally do that day. I 
got wild and I got a large. <laughs> yeah, but I think it, it brings up such an important point, which is when when you're going through these different phases, they they should look very similar. Like mm-hmm. you shouldn't notice this drastic change. And obviously there's extreme cases when you have a goal that is, you know, if you're trying to get super lean for a photo shoot, if you're trying to step on stage, that's that's a whole different level. Right. If you're just trying to remain lifestyle lean, you want to like how you you look in, in a bathing suit or with clothes off or whatever it may be. Um, there, the difference between maintenance and cutting, it should be almost indistinguishable. It's, I always say like, nobody would recognize the fact that I'm having during a dieting phase, maybe one to two drinks per week versus like three to four when I'm not dieting. Nobody would notice that I'm having one meal out per week versus two meals out per week, right? Like there, there's such small sacrifices. Yeah. And like, even the size, like you mentioned, instead of getting a large, I'm going to get a kitty cup or a small or whatever. It's still, I still get the sweet tooth craving hit and I still enjoy the dessert. And it, you know, it is what it is. Like for me, if we go out, there's this local ice cream place that we, we typically go to. And if it's like, I want to go all in, they have this peanut butter bomb Sunday, which is just everything I love in one cup of ice cream. And it's, it's massive, like probably more calories than the, the blizzard. It's probably yeah. like, calories, but it's worth it. When I'm in maintenance, I can go, I can do that. And it's not difficult to make that work when I'm dieting. It'll probably be a small or a kitty cup. And I'll just get like soft serve with Reese's very easy to track and no big deal. So I think that to me, it brings up the point of one cognitive distortion that we all suffer from, which is the all or nothing mindset. Mm -hmm. When you have that blizzard, when you have that day where you're like, I didn't hit my protein exactly. I didn't hit my calories. I didn't do what I was supposed to do. We think that every day is going to be like that. And that's that's how our brain like extrapolates that out. Like it's either all or nothing. Well, I didn't do it this day. So I'm never going to be successful again. And then when you when you have things that are going well, you think that that's going to be forever. Um, and it's there's a lot of middle ground. Yeah. And I think that, you know, part of what we continue to emphasize is being able to turn the page quickly and being mm-hmm. able to take a step back and see the big picture. Um, how have you inserted that concept and philosophy into your challenge? Cause I know that you're a big proponent of like shit happens. There's going to be days where it's just, fuck it. I'm, I'm not going to track a thing. I'm going to eat whatever the fuck I want. And cool. We have to turn the page quickly though. Like one decision, one day, it doesn't need to carry over into weeks, months, years. Um, yep. How have you inserted that philosophy into your challenges? Yeah. I just always tell people it's literally like, try not to follow a bad meal with like another bad meal. So it, it doesn't, you have, don't have to like let the wheels fall completely off. Like if you have a large blizzard and then think like, okay, you know, for example, if it didn't work in your day, maybe it put you way over your calories for that day. You don't even have to like stop and look at your week and say, okay, let me like make sure that my calories for the week, I'm going to have to shave like, 300 from every day and then it's making you have to eat some crazy low amount don't even do that just start fresh like you don't even have to wait till the next day just do it at the next meal and so I just always try to encourage people it doesn't literally have to be well today's turn to shit or the weekend like I've already blown it I'm just going to go ahead and like lose my mind just literally the next meal make a better decision um, it doesn't have to be this big like thing. And I used to be the exact same way where it was like, well, I'm already going to be over my calories. I'm just going to eat everything now. And, but it's like, but why? (laughs) So I really think it's like, 
part of the the community and the the people like that do the challenges because I do have so many repeats that do it. It's just the knowledge now, like that they and the power of understanding, like it doesn't have to be this like spiral effect. Um, it's just I love seeing like when people like the light bulb moments and stuff like that with something that sounds so simple like that we're talking about. But it took me years to get to this point because I used to do the same thing where I'm like, well, I'll just start over on Monday. And then it's like the the couple pounds or a pound that you lost to the week, like you're up like three over the weekend from like water weight. And then probably like the pound that you lost, honestly, depending on how big of an asshole you ate like over the weekend. So it's just um I think it's really powerful for people to, you know, just like encouraging. And when we do those office hours, when people are, you know, and even with working out, when people are like, I can only do three workouts this week. And I'm like, only three. That's amazing. Like you don't, it doesn't have to be five days and it doesn't have to be the all or nothing where I can't work out for an hour today. So I'm not going to work out at all. I think a lot of them have gotten to the point where they understand like, okay, so I need to, you know, shave down to make this workout 30 minutes. How can I do that? And I'm like, just cut off a set of everything. You're still getting in a 30 minute workout, which is amazing. You can't do the cardio. No big deal. Like I think people understanding too, that it doesn't have to be tons of cardio. They can literally just set a good step goal. And I'm living proof of that now. Like I do very minimal cardio. If I'm running, it's because someone is chasing me or there's a bear or a fire. Like it's not, (laughs) I don't run. Um, And so it's like, I think people see that like, it, again, it sounds so simple that I can walk um, and get just a bunch of steps in and lose weight. Yes. Like it just, some of those things I think sound so simple that people are like, but really? Um, but I do love that when they come through, you know, because the name shred, like it does sound like intimidating. And some people are like, is this going to be like, whoa, you know, scary. And I'm like, it's really not like it. I mean, it sounds, you know, all like badass, but um, it's just, <laughs> it's so doable for everybody. Definitely. Um, Exactly what you were mentioning. We use the phrase adjustments over excuses. So like typically it's, oh, I don't have an hour to work out. Well, do you have 45 minutes? Do you have 30 minutes? Do you have 15 minutes? Anything, something is better than nothing. So we always try to, you know, program that in like, it's okay. Instead of making the excuse, make the adjustment. Exactly. That you can't be perfect. It's okay that one day was off track, but can you make the adjustment and and just pick up and move on? Um, You mentioned using like the budgeting analogy. Um, same thing, like for some reason, we can logically think through these things when it comes to something like money. But when it comes yeah. to nutrition, sometimes we act erratic and irrational. Like over the weekend, um, the kids broke our little pool basketball hoop and they're like, whatever. Okay, so it breaks. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to buy a new one because I like to have pool basketball. It makes me still feel semi-athletic. And so I'm like, <laughs> I like go on Amazon And I find this like top of the line, of course, it has to be like the nicest pool basketball hoop. It's like $200 more than like the basic one that I should have purchased. And then I realized afterwards, I'm like, I really didn't need to spend that much money on a pool basketball. (laughs) That's probably going to get broken again by the kids. So like, I was questioning my choices. So the equivalent would be, oh, well, I already spent that money and overspent on something. I might as well just spend the rest of my money. Like that's the concept of, Oh, I, 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 you know, ate the blizzard and I didn't have that many calories. And so I might as well just eat everything else. Like, no, the rational thing is, okay, I, I spent a little more than I would have liked to. I'm going to make the next decision better. And, and that's it. You pick up and move on. Um, so I think that both of those concepts, being able to understand 
the adjustments over excuses and then understand that one decision doesn't need to roll over into the next decision and then the next decision. Um, you also mentioned like the uh, almost the intimidating sound of the name. When somebody joins the shred, like what can they expect in terms of results? What have you typically seen on average? You've obviously had probably tens of thousands of people at this point who have gone through it. Uh, yeah. What do you feel like is, is like the most common feedback, the most common average result, expectation, that sort of thing? I usually tell people to expect because, well, and I always tell people to manage their expectations because, again, if you compare comparing yourself to someone else, like me, a 120-pound person, if I was comparing myself to somebody who's, you know, 180 pounds that might have more weight to lose, I can't expect to, you know, they may come into it being like, oh, I'm going to lose like five or six pounds, where if I come in thinking I'm going to lose five or six pounds, it's probably not very likely. I'm small and I have very little to lose. But I do tell people, typically, I would say, and I usually do this like half a percent to a percent um, of their body weight on average weekly. And so, you know, you'll see people the first like week with water weight and things, they may see like a big drop. Um, but then the second week, it may kind of level out. Then the third week, it may kind of taper off again. So it's one of those that I encourage people to weigh regularly as in like multiple times a week. I weigh daily and I use that average. Um, but we always tell people to weigh at least like three to four times a week um, and then track their average week over week. Um, and then like later on, like month over month, things like that. Um, and then to measure Obviously, we have people that'll lose tons of inches and then the scale kind of catches up later. Um, so it's one of those that we encourage measurements, pictures, because obviously like the visual changes um, and then looking at, you know, how your clothes are fitting, but to how you're feeling like there's so many people that will come in. They're like, the scale hasn't moved much, but I've lost tons of inches and I feel way better. I'm sleeping better. Um, my energy's through the roof, even though they're in a dieting phase, just because they've cleaned up their diet, they're moving their body more. So, I mean, in terms of weight loss, I always, again, say like half a percent to a percent of their body weight on average a week. So if, again, I hope you don't weigh hundred pounds unless you're really tiny, but like if you weigh hundred pounds, you know, maybe it's like half a pound to a pound, um, on average, again, like there are outliers, you're going to see people that if you eat like an asshole for two weeks before, and then you come in, you may lose five pounds the first week in water weight. <laughs> so it's like, um, just things like that. But, you know, expecting to see inches lost, feeling better, sleeping better, mood better. Um, always love to when people come in that don't work out regularly and then they're like, I literally can't not work out now. Like I love it. So that's been a side effect that we've seen like people that aren't used to like training that come in and um, kind of get the bug after that. So it's always really awesome to read the testimonies after um, because again, like we get like, I've had women that are like, I am in my fifties. I've gone through menopause and I can see my abs again. Um, and then you have like moms who are, you know, breastfeeding and they've lost a ton of weight and they've managed their milk supply. And you know, so it's just like, again, like a tons of variety of people, um, down to people that were pre-diabetic that, you know, can go off medicine or don't have to go on medicine now. So it is really cool to see all of the different testimonies and, obviously the transformations too, but, um, so just 
tons of really good stuff that has come from the program. Yeah, I love it. And you, I think the caveat you started with, which is manage the expectations. I think if more people went in just saying, you know what, I'm going to follow through, I'm going to commit, I'm going to show up every day, regardless of whether it's a, you know, a 10 out of 10 day or a one out of 10 day, it doesn't matter if, if I'm feeling my best, I'm still going to show up. If I'm feeling my worst, I'm still going to show up and you just go through and commit and stay consistent and stop trying to be perfect. And then four weeks later, you'll realize, holy shit, like this is amazing how much better I feel, how much better I look. And, and that's why instead of getting married to like, what is the scale doing every single day? Use it as a data point. It, It gives us some information, but it's not the only source of information. Take pictures, take measurements. And again, go in with the idea of I'm just going to commit and follow through and see what happens after four weeks. And I think everybody will be pleasantly surprised. Um, I can tell you from my perspective, the thing that excites me the most about doing this together is, well, number one, being able to learn from you and and your expertise in this area. Um, Number two, seeing like the communities come together, I think will be really cool. Um, And then being able to do custom macros for everybody through a challenge like that actually really excites me because that's something that we've never done before. Uh, we've always had a way of just here, calculate your numbers. Uh, it's been more of a do it yourself. And I yeah. think that having a done for you, um, I think like that excites me. And then some of like the exclusive stuff that people will have to join to learn about that we're going to be doing together. Um, all of that stuff. I can't, I really can't wait for um, I'm curious from your perspective, what, what excites you the most about the upcoming shred that we're doing together? I think like you were saying, the communities, um, again, because we are so similar, just our personalities and like everything. Um, I just, I think it's going to be a really cool mesh (laughs) of the two communities, but I love the whole personality piece of it because a lot of like with the shred, what I do now, when people are like, how, you know, how do I know what macro um, split is best for me? Like I'll get that on my Q and a all the time. And I tell people all the time, like really the best one is the one that you can adhere to. So like a lot of what I do for the shred is by preference. And so if you have somebody that's like, I love carbs, but I typically do low carb. I rarely prescribe them low carb because the odds of them adhering to that is not good. So I love the fact that we are getting to dig deeper um, with the personality assessment piece to be able to really give people like the best prescription based on like how they're wired. Um, I think it's just going to be so powerful for people. Um, and I just, I really can't wait to see the results from it. And like, again, all the the light bulb moments and things with people when they realize like that they're working with (laughs) like their brain and everything, you know what I mean? Um, plus the mindset piece, like that's something that you're so good at. So I'm, I'm really excited for that. Um, and as joining forces, like the coaching and things, I think it'll be really cool for everybody. Yeah. I think the the light bulb moments are the most exciting and and it's going to be amazing to see how frequent they happen throughout the the challenge. Um, and and yeah, so everybody should probably just go join right now. It's (laughs) macros with m.com. Um, macroswithm.com is the URL. You can sign up. Um, I wouldn't delay. We do have a limit. It is exclusive. I should also mention that we're leveling up the prizes and the yeah. grand prize. And we we decided like, because this is something that we've never done before, we wanted to make it um, something truly special and unique. So we're leveling up all, all areas, weekly prizes, grand prize. Um, it'll be a lot of fun. There's going to be additional resources, additional access to us, some things that you will have to join 
in order to be privy to. So go now, sign up before it's too late, macroswithm.com. Um, yeah, I mean, this is, it's cool for me. I've never done anything like this, but I think uh, just like the way that we're in alignment, the the synergy, I think that um, it's going to be an amazing experience. And then we'll have to see uh, what comes next after that. But um, Absolutely. yeah, so is there anything else? Where can people find you to just, um, you know, stay up to date on all the other stuff that you've got going on? Um, Instagram is where I hang out the most and it is at macros with M. Um, I do Q and a every Wednesday on my story and I get tons of questions there. People love that. So you guys, um, if you follow along, hit me up on Wednesdays on the Q and a, um, on my questions box. So, yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's a rarity that we made it through without one of our three dogs (laughs) interrupting. (laughs) <laughs> Mom, I'll probably bust the door down now. <laughs> yeah. So the last time I was on your show, my two dogs were being assholes. And then I don't know what we were doing where, where Bear was. was oh my God. Uh, yes. But he was, he was voicing. He was not having it. Yeah, he exactly. wasn't. <laughs> All right. Well, it is always a pleasure having you on. I appreciate the, the wisdom that you bring to the table and super excited for this upcoming shred. Go sign up now. Macroswithm.com. Thanks so much, Emma. And I will talk to you soon. Thank you.